Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. I'll start as always by saying thank you so much for tuning in and joining me. I really love knowing that you download and listen to this all over the globe. I was actually counting the pins in my pin board of the day and there are over a hundred different countries where you are all listening, which is absolutely awesome. (laughs) So today I have got the lovely Charlotte with me, but I'm going to hand over to her to introduce, as you know I do, because I think my guests are far, far better placed to introduce themselves (laughs) because they know so much more about themselves than I do. So over to you, Charlotte. Please do take the floor and introduce yourself to my fabulous listeners. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you so much for uh, letting me come here and having me on the show. I'm really excited. Yes, so I'm Charlotte McCanch. I run Cena Bounce with my husband, and we also have a franchise in Bristol with the lovely team of Diana and Tiran. Yes, Cena Bounce is an online business community with a business directory. And in our spare time, as you would know, we are adventurers and we love to sort of take the outside and do a lot of climbing and a lot of outdoors and gardening and so on. So that's just a little bit about me in a nutshell. And yes, I mean, there is something I really want to touch on in a bit with what you've been on some amazing, amazing, amazing adventure. But I'm kind of keen to have you share your sort of the backstory, actually. I'd love to, I really want to bring in what you've been doing because it is actually quite remarkable on the back of obviously where you're at and how the business evolved and things like that because it's really testament to both of you what you actually do so can you sort of share what see no bounds is about and what it is and how it all evolved because you know obviously your journey with your with your husband and yeah it's quite a fascinating one and it's very empowering and very inspiring yeah of course and I love to share the story because I think it's just um, about sort of knowing that when you do fall down you can always get back up and that's always been our motto So actually, the story kind of starts in 2014. I wasn't with Jamie then, but he basically went to bed perfectly normal and then woke up paralyzed from the waist down. And I do want to mention to people that this is not something that happens to a lot of people. It's a very rare sort of thing to happen. But yes, it does happen. But what I didn't know when I first met Jamie, if you Googled becoming disabled overnight or I become disabled, what should I do? There's actually nothing out there to find out anything apart from where you can get grants or where you can get you know, financial support, which is all very great, but it's no information at all if that was to happen to anyone to become disabled of where to sort of get other support or where to find like-minded people, which kind of shocked me in a way, but I've never had to Google it before. And I'm sure other people have been in situations where they go, where should I turn to? And this was the reason for why he set up Sina Bams as part of sort of a community and a disabled community to find other people that had to adapt and diversify after perhaps becoming disabled or being disabled. Um, And that then sort of um, went on to become a dropshipping company. So Jamie McCanch is a a motivational speaker and he's also an ambassador for some of the products that we use to sell. So it was very much um, a platform for blogging, podcasts, aids to help people do what they like to do Uh, in regardless to what their circumstances are. And that very much involved until 2019 Mm -hmm. when I joined the company. It was going really well. 2020 happened and obviously we had some storms where we are around the country. 
And we're based in South Wales and it was quite bad here and we didn't have any stock to sort of get into the country. So the problem started occurring. And then, as we know, 2020 March happened and, and the world as we knew it kind of stopped. So <laughs> it was a bit of a shock. But you know what? You know, like I said, when you fall down, you've got to get back up. And I'm sure lots of listeners will have fallen down at some point and they will know, you know, there's so many stories. I mean, everyone's got a story and you've got to get back up. So we did exactly that. I'm not going to say it was super easy in the beginning, but we realized there was a massive need for everyone to kind of get involved and, and support each other. And our knowledge is all about business and how to support businesses. One of the things was as well, I think the whole world kind of became disabled in 2020. We didn't know what to do. Yeah, We were sat mm -hmm. in our little boxes. We didn't know how to connect, you know, Yes, we knew how to do online meetings, but it wasn't huge and everyone was a bit lost. Um, and this is obviously something that Jamie had a lot of experience yes. in. And from there, we grew the business community mm -hmm. and decided to open up you know, a platform that was for everyone. So we started the business directory, mm -hmm. invited businesses that needed help at that time. So we had 40 sort of members that came on board and that then grew really quickly to 250 members. And we're now um, a year and a half later. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was amazing. It just shown that there was a massive kind of need for that collaboration to happen with between people. How many people are you? Have you got now? Two and a half thousand members now. Oh wow, that's amazing. It is amazing, and I think what we have seen is that people really need that collaboration. And I think mm -hmm. we, you know, what's positive that's come out of the pandemic is the fact that people helping each other in a much better way. No, absolutely. I think collaboration is key. It's, you know, helping each other, supporting each other, celebrating and cheering each other along. And that is something, as you say, it's really has come out of the whole of lockdown because it did, you know, like you've spoken about your business, my business was just like suddenly everything that I was doing suddenly ceased. <laughs> so I decided the bottle of wine wasn't the solution um, and had to pivot like mad. And um, sort of you start to adapt. It makes you more creative because you get so used to doing things in one way but I'm really fascinated because obviously the business started out because of the situation that Jamie had found himself in and yet it's evolved to incorporate and support people who aren't disabled now as well but actually like you've said almost like became disabled because of the pandemic suddenly all the ways of them doing things stopped but because he'd already learnt to be more creative because of the situation he'd found himself in which I'm curious about are you able to share a little bit more about what it was and how he is now just so that we can give a little bit of um story as to how he is right now. Yeah, sure. So 2014 was, was a really difficult year for him. It was, you know, when, like I said, there was no one to turn to, but he set up Sino Bounds and started that as a blogging and podcasting and utilized it to do crazy challenges all the way through 2015, which involved things like walking Penny Van in a wheelchair and on his hands, the What uh, Four Challenge, uh, oh, wow. he cycled 100 miles. There was lots and lots of charity work involved. So he raised just uh, over a quarter of a million pounds for charity or for different charities wow. and then went on to um, mm -hmm. yeah it was a, it was an incredible year and an incredible sort of determination to do something good out mm -hmm. of everything that happened um, and he turned to sport as well after a suicide attempt and that was the one thing that really sort of made him get back up and, and find himself again and 
it was um, after having done all the challenges that then led to winning the Charles Holland Award, which is a spin-off of the Pride of Britain Award, then led to sort of inspirational talks and so on. But it was in the bottom of his heart was always the fact of running that community and helping other people that had to adapt and diversify. And whether that's people that run businesses or people that are just people, it's kind of everybody needs that connection. And I think that is what is so unique with what we offer with Zena Bounds is that you have those connecting sort of opportunities because it is an interactive website. So it's not a so, sort of social media, ah. but it's interactive. So you can have your membership and you can become a member and you can interact with other people without the sort of algorithms and things like that. It's just sort of more business to business and, and just ask people for advice mm-hmm. and help each other. And that's what it's all about. That's fabulous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a really lovely way to feel safe. Yes, I'm sure you mm-hmm. are aware, you, you know, you run your own businesses as well. And it can be really lonely sometimes. So your networks and that support mm-hmm. and the connections that you make yes. are so super important, as I'm sure you would agree on. Absolutely. Yes. And it's quite interesting you should say that because I, I was employed for many, 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 many years. And because I did a good job, I had regular sort of clients and things. Like that. I never really sort of needed or felt the need to sort of do networking, but sort of fast forward and getting divorced and ending up setting up a business on my own. And then sort of really sort of giving it a push. I don't know, when was it? About two, I, I lose track of the days, you know, Charlotte, days and years. And I have to, <laughs> to work out what year we're in now. It's 2022. So I think go back about seven years. So that's 2015. And then I started to embark on sort of joining networking groups myself. And it's amazing how the contacts that I've made there that have become long, you know, long term friends. And as you say, as a small business to actually have that network, to have people to to open your mind, to connect with different people. It's invaluable, isn't it? And the fact that you're offering that and, you you know, it's across the board and you've created that safe space is is really quite phenomenal. So did you, had you known Jamie at this point or when did you meet? And of course, I think the listeners might have detected a bit of an accent. You're, you're not native South Wales, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, I moved to London, 91, and I'm originally from Sweden. And then I opened my first business in in South Wales in 2006, which was a gastro sort of restaurant pub. So, yeah, so I'm I'm originally from Sweden, but have lived in the UK for what, nearly, I think it's nearly 30 years now. So, yeah, I actually met Jamie in 2019 and it was quite an interesting one um, because we, we met online both quite nervous, I think. He's a very sort of extrovert, if you like. But we were both a bit nervous about meeting up but on a date. I'm, I'm useless with dates. I'm not going to lie. I've always have been. Um, <laughs> oh, I know. But... <laughs> Me too. Me too, Charlotte. <laughs> it's all too stressful going out on dates. Far too stressful. Far too stressful. But yeah, we decided that we liked each other. But I thought he was a little bit cocky, which if people meet him might agree with. He thought I was a little bit bossy. So that was the first date over and done with. And then we decided to meet up the following Friday just as friends. Yeah, that led to him kind of moving in the week after. And, and then we didn't sort of separate. But one of the things that <laughs> Jamie really kind of talked, yeah, it's it's it's, an, it's, a, it's quite a funny story. But yeah, one of the things um, he really taught me was about letting go of the past and things like that and get back up, as I mentioned before. Because at the time I was um, mm-hmm. working for an online internet company. I was traveling all over the world and, and kind of felt like I, was, I wasn't I was getting sort of valued. And I know that your 
podcast is all about the happiness of things and it's about how you can get yourself out of a situation mm-hmm. like that. And I read, uh, Jamie gave mm-hmm. me a book called Made It Through the Rain from a, a lady who I okay. got to know really well, Beverly Jones. And it was reading that book um, that made me realise that I was actually very close to burnout. Uh, two weeks later, I decided to leave my job. I then went into the business with Jamie. So it was all kind of happening. And, and yes, because I've always been in a really sort of strong character and, and so on. So it was quite an opener for me to realize that, you know, it was, I was holding on to a lot of things. And I think sometimes we just need to let go of that. And I think that was a really important message about kind of getting back on your feet again. Yeah, it's, it's tough sometimes to let go because you're so used to the pattern of what you've been doing that supports you. And yet, actually, when you do let go, when I say let go, when I say let go, and I'm sure you'll you'll agree with me, it's not a case of letting go and then just sort of sitting yourself, plonking yourself down the front of the television and hoping something will happen. But letting go of what's been familiar, because when you do, it frees up that time to then be doing other things and everything sort of falls into place. Because actually, I'm going through quite a lot of that on a personal level myself because of the current climate we're in, the business that I've been in and for, since 1987 you know and I've got my own business it's been really impacted by everything from Brexit to Covid to this that and the other and actually I'm, I'm really sort of promoting and doing a lot more on the coaching side and obviously my podcast and things like that but actually letting go of something that's been familiar that's kept me through sort of being a main breadwinner and supporting my son and single parenting and things like that and letting go it's just like <laughs> but it, you know it's it's very liberating at the same time it gives you just a little bit but like you said you can't just sit back on the sofa and kind of say oh I'm going to let things go you've got to go out and want it as well absolutely absolutely so what's your involvement you know obviously in in the business now what what do you do because obviously if you were running on burnout and you've got to be careful that that doesn't happen again even when you're passionate about doing something but what do you <laughs> what do you do now in the business I am a complete workaholic and I'm not going to lie and I have to stop myself from working, but I also love what I do. I have been very Mm. close to that and I realise that and I've seen so many business entrepreneurs go through that. So what I do in the business now is actually support the people, to support the members, to be able to connect. So Jamie is is sort of um, our face forward, Mm. if you like, and I look after the customers as they become members. We do a lot of live shows. We do ah. a lot of podcasts. So I've actually got a live show after this today. But it's about giving the businesses what they need. Um, so it's it, whether that's exposure mm-hmm. via live video and get their message out there or if it's in a podcast, if it's just to find more connections or it could be sort of business advice as well. So it's both for sort of startup and scale up businesses that would like to look for more connections, get exposure, mm-hmm get visibility in that way and and be able to get the business support that's right for them at that time because I think we all go through a journey in business which is different and and that's my experience and background is in business mm-hmm. and setting up and scaling up businesses so that's where yes. I come in and, and can give, give that support and connect people with the right people ah, um, that they cool. can trust and, and you know move mm-hmm. forward you speak to and get to know all of your members don't you so you know who you're sort of connecting with each other from what I understand and I know just on the conversation that we had because do you know what do you know it's interesting all the synchronicities because I I love synchronicities and obviously how you've met and where you've met and what you've done and I've just actually recorded a podcast with a friend of mine who we met because we both entered a bread competition and we met in Italy on the by the side of a pool overlooking the uh, the wine region (laughs) 
um, because we <laughs> entered this competition and we met and we've been friends for 20 years. And I just think it's fascinating how you do sort of do meet people, but it's getting to know people. It's having that synchronicity. But you, I can't remember how we were introduced, but we were, but then you introduced me to Nathan from Mental Health Monster. And I've subsequently had a chat with him and done a written an article for his website to help his members on his website yeah so it's just lovely it's the power of sort of connection and collaboration like you know we, we opened up and we said right at the very beginning so you've got all this going on you've created something that's just obviously grown and then evolved through lockdown and you, you're sort of bringing people together which ultimately when you're doing that you're making people happier which is all about happiness yes <laughs> I think it's time to sort of have that happiness regardless of where you are and we're not restricted anymore to where, where you know we're not restricted to country we're not restricted we can connect with anyone and I guess that what we realized both Jamie mm. and I we have both massive a love for people and love for business but also we have got a black contact book if you like and we have that ex you know experience of being able to connect people and that's what people can benefit from and I mm. and I absolutely love that and I know that when we spoke as well you introduced us to um, a, a person that you met through networking who we then spoke to as we were taking on our adventure to climb Everest base camp and we had a chat with him literally the Saturday before we left so that was very much thanks to you so that's oh, that's brilliant. how the world so you met Andy. Oh. I met Andy yeah he's fantastic and we're looking forward to having a chat with him again soon oh brilliant and that brings me neatly round to talking about you know obviously Jamie is still doing his adventures as are you with him too and uh, yes do tell everybody about your uh, your most recent adventure and I do I do want to know so how is Jamie physically now because obviously you, you opened by saying he was you know he, he woke up one morning to find he was completely paralyzed from the waist down has he got how much movement does he have within his body these days it depends on the day he's got complex regional pain syndrome which is a shorten of crps so it affects the body in very different ways it depends if it's a good day a bad day but he can walk on crutches so it's been a sort of eight year long uh, mm -hmm. rehabilitation process. He started walking properly about four years ago. So he uses a wheelchair as well mm -hmm. and he play wheelchair basketball and various sports, um, but he can walk on crutches. So his aim when he fell ill and he first saw his physio, she said, you've got to have a goal, Jamie. And he was like, I got my goal, I'm climbing Everest. And she kind of laughed and went, yeah, sure. Oh, we, wow. we just get you standing <laughs> So this has been his sort of, um, he, it was his goal because he was seven years old. When he fell ill, he thought, why did I not do it before? You know, like so many of us have these amazing goals and we kind of go, oh yeah, one day I'm going to do this. Or when I retire, I'm going to yes, do this. Yes, yes. Actually do them. When you get a chance to do something, go for it. And I think that's really important message to give to people out there as well. Because yes, you, you I'm, I'm not hoping that anyone will ever become paralyzed, but Sometimes we just kind of wait and wait and we don't take the opportunities. And I think life is all about opportunity and taking the chance when you can to be able to, you know, just grow. And, and sometimes it might not seem possible at the time, but if you really want something, you can do it and you can make it happen. And, and that's a message that I like to give because I think it's really, really important and especially 
after what we've been through as well just go for it and do it no I think that's great advice Charlotte absolutely because it, we there's always this tomorrow 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 but actually it's seizing the moment and living in the moment and being in the moment you know it, every time you say well, I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow I mean obviously there are things that you do sometimes have to <laughs> take into consideration you know <laughs> for instance when obviously covid hit my plans b a b c and d all flew out the window so <laughs> there are certain things that do restrict you but absolutely I, I totally wholeheartedly support that so yes do share your adventure that's not long since you've been back on so you you've actually been to everest based camp haven't you Yes, we have. And, and that came about. So Jamie and I had been going out, I think, about three months. And we were all sat in my kitchen. It was my birthday. And we were going out. And he said, right, if I were to book Everest Base Camp, Charlotte, would you come with me? And like I said, I kind of like to go for opportunities. So I went, yeah, of course I will. <laughs> Next day, I thought... Oh, gosh, am I going to have to sort of use crampons? Am I going to ha have, you know, what, what does it actually involve? And then I started sort of thinking, but I was so excited. So, yeah, it was cancelled a couple of years because obviously we went through um, the pandemic. But, yeah, in uh, May this year, we set off. So um, we started the journey on the 5th of May. We were in a bit of a slower group. It was a private group because of Jamie's condition. Um, so we didn't know what, mm -hmm. how altitude was going to affect his body and that sort of thing. But I'm quite happy that we were in a slow group. And you know what? If you want to do it, you can do it. If you just go slow and steady, it was such an incredible adventure. But the one thing for me was about the people out there and about the community. They have so little and yet mm -hmm. they give so much. And yeah. that's just an incredible experience. Jamie actually ended up having a spasm mm -hmm. on the way down. And we were invited to this lady's oh, kitchen. And the whole village got involved and kind of made it a really lovely sort of, um, you know, being able to get back up and, and continue. But everyone got involved and they, you know, sitting there giving us tea and biscuits and, you know, all that kind of thing. And that that for me was such a lovely opener to, to kind of... I, I've traveled a lot but they it was the community out there that really struck it for me and the guides that we had were absolutely incredible so yeah a really really incredible experience all around oh wow you're very brave because Andy um our, our now mutual friend did show me some of the pictures and before he went and obviously after he's been I'm like oh my word that plane goes into such a small runway with a very very big piece of mountain in front of it and you go oh my word <laughs> that in itself it's like that makes my legs go oh my gosh and then you've got obviously the walk in itself what what an achievement what an achievement so I'm just curious because I'm you know I'm mindful sort of time wise but you know because we could talk for ages <laughs> but as you said I know you're, you're off because you're so busy you've got lots of things to other things to schedule in and fit in and one thing and another so you know you've already mentioned about sort of seizing the moment taking opportunities but what would your top tips for happiness be to people because obviously you you and Jamie and Jamie himself I mean what would he say what what tips would what can you leave the uh, the listeners with in terms of top tips for sort of harnessing happiness in their life? Yeah, my, my top tips for happiness would be to do what you want to do, to be yourself, to be mm -hmm. able to do. I think so many times we do other things to please other people. And I think it's really, really important to just do what you, what you really want to do and take control of that. Because at the end of the day, that's your life. 
And I know so many mm-hmm. people sometimes get stuck in, in unhealthy relationships or other things that might not be what you really want. And I think it's really, really important to sort of take charge of that because we kind of only get one opportunity. So, yeah. Do what you want to do and take control. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I totally and wholeheartedly agree. So, oh, thank you so much, Charlotte, for for coming on and and, and sharing your insight and what you do and what Jamie does and what you've done and what you've achieved. It's absolutely awesome. So how do people get in touch with you? We are everywhere. You can't miss us and do get in touch because we love to talk. The magic is always in the one-to-ones, as we would say. So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, hook me up on LinkedIn, Charlotte McCanch, M-C-A-N-S-H. And yes, you can find us pretty much everywhere. And if you want to get in touch, I would love to talk to you. That's fabulous. And it's C no bounds. So S double E no N O bounds. B O U N D S, isn't it? It is indeed. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Charlotte. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you've all enjoyed this episode with, uh, with Charlotte as much as I have. And obviously, if you've enjoyed it, please do rate and review, follow and subscribe, whatever it is you do on your platform. <laughs> and thank you as always. So this has been Sarah, not Jane Ayler. I mustn't forget my J <laughs> at Harnessing Happiness. Wishing you a wonderful rest of the day, week, month, year, whatever it is you're doing. And until next time, thanks and lots of love from me. Thanks for listening to the Harnessing Happiness podcast with Sarah J. Naylor. If you took value from the content, please follow the show on your podcast app. And to find out more about Sarah's ape mindset, visit sarahjnaylor.com. That's sarahjnaylor.com.